That should be the, the intro. Just yeah. yawning. <laughs> Thank you for joining us once again on the Delco Young Democast. My name is Mike Deiva. It is awesome to talk to you guys again. We are joining you uh, in a very different situation today. We are in Harrisburg for the Pennsylvania Young Democrats Convention. Joining me. More or less, Amanda Hammock. I am awake, I swear, I swear. Hi. <laughs> Things got a little squirrely here in Harrisburg last in night. A, in a good way. We, we saw lots of, you know, lots of awesome things. It's actually really different at night, and I didn't think that it would be that different, you know, yeah. like with everything lit up, and I mean, you know, yeah, it was no, pretty cool. It was pretty excellent. We got, uh, we got a uh, quick tour around the Capitol that was mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Um, you know, absolutely spectacular building. Which, again, like, you know, you see, like, so when we came, you know, for the 10 million times that we came up with the petitions, you know, during the day, you know, it's one thing and you're like, ah, oh, but at night it's just, I don't know, it's quiet and serene and it's beautiful and it's all lit up and sparkly. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was definitely a, definitely a cool thing to see, uh, all lit and up. And we, we managed to stay really close, like we were right in the right, capital district here. Right, so. we, could, we could see the, the dome right out of the uh, apartment yeah. window, which was really super cool. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty, pretty dope, yeah. <laughs> How do you do, you fellow... <laughs> How do you do, fellow children? Noise. Colleagues, <laughs> <laughs> not here. Noise. Noise. Um, yeah, so this episode is going to be uh, a little bit different than usual. It's going to almost seem more like our uh, our petition episode, where we're going to have people kind of cycling in and yes. out. Um, uh, Pasquale is here uh, in Harrisburg with us. He'll be joining us in a minute. Um, we're also going to have some uh, conversations with some of the state Young Democrats leadership, which is going to be really cool. Um, while we're here today, uh, we're going to be talking to hopefully a couple of uh, a couple of statewide candidates. We'll put those episodes up separately, uh, just because I like making more work for myself, apparently. <laughs> um, for Ernie. Ernie yeah. needs the work. Yeah, it's job yeah. security. Yeah, our producer Ernie has been... Uh, you know, slacking a little bit. <laughs> I'm super excited, though. Like it, it's it's a bit. Um, and and you and I were kind of talking about this to be to be in a room with people, you know, all around us. I mean, yeah. it, it's. I thought it was going to be a little bit more. Like, yeah, a little more nerve wracking. Yeah. But I think because might, the way that we're sitting. Yeah, it might be scary. We're actually we're facing we're facing the uh, the speakers right now. Uh, so <laughs> once we get turned around, because we're actually going to be. Uh, doing a panel about the podcast, uh, which we're going to record and uh, uh, use as a part of this episode that we're doing. Um, but yeah, I think once we're facing the opposite direction and actually looking at the crowd, uh, it's going to be a little bit of a different experience. We should have brought the sleep masks. The sleep masks, just <laughs> yeah. put them on. Just blindfold ourselves so we can't see what's actually happening. It's gonna <laughs> Pasquale, Pasquale seemed to think that the uh, idea of sunglasses would work, but I don't think sunglasses would have... No, yeah. no not nearly dark enough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, and so we're also in the AFSME building up here. Yes, so shout yes. out to shout out to AFSME. AFSME. The, I forget the exact abbreviation, but it's the union that uh, represents the state and uh, local and federal like municipal workers. Yeah. Um, Council thirteen. Mm, we're staring at your logo, just so you all know. <laughs> yeah. Which is good because then we don't look behind us and see like you know. The twenty some odd people that are yeah. back there having yeah, breakfast. Yeah, we're still sitting up and having breakfast. I'm sure that some of the background noise is coming through the microphones, but whatever. I don't care. 
Uh, <laughs> it also just means We're that like, there's actually people in the room with exactly, us. Exactly, exactly. People are going to listen to me talk. You are hearing me talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's a very different experience, though. You know, we're used to sitting alone in my basement, just you know, talking to each other into these microphones. It's weird doing it with an audience. Like, it's 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 a very different thing. And this was this was something that, that I noticed when we were doing the uh, the show at uh, Tattooed Mom for the Philly yes. Podcast Festival. That it was a very different vibe and a very different sort of experience. Yes. Yes. Uh, not necessarily bad, but very different. No, but it, it's it's funny because like there's part of me that goes like, come on, we, we joke and, and we make like complete shenanigans when, you know, we're recording in, you know, a room with no audience and then I'm yeah. like are we gonna, you know, like <laughs> be making noises into the microphones here or like you know, there's a part where I you're mean, like, I've, I've I already am being done that, so <laughs> true, true. There there was there was the uh, the beer thing where I was like do we put beards on mics now? Um, <laughs> will they know what we're doing? If they've listened to the show, yes. I'm um, not going to do that. <laughs> but you've no. got to switch to a different channel for your ASMR. <laughs> but I mean, you know, and, and I think the other thing is, is as we kind of, you know, take a look around the room and, you know, picking up the visual cue, like a tattoo moms, you know, yeah. that, that kind of constant movement of being like, oh, and... We do have exactly. Nicole. Do we we do have to mention that we do have Nicole, our side yeah. sidecar Nicole behind us. We've so. got Nicole. We've got Nicole. We've got Brian. Yeah. Uh, we've got we've got some decent representatives from Delco. We got Philly walking in dressed to the nines. <laughs> 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 we got a there. lot of representation. I'm seeing I'm seeing Philadelphia. I'm seeing Bucks County. I'm seeing Dauphin County. Um, there are a ton of people from all across the state. And we're can gonna, we can we can we give the uh, the the shout out that we were on the or in the parking lot. With uh, did they come in and were they just like they're tailgating out yeah, there? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> the fo- I love the, it. The folks from that uh, came in from Bucks County, uh, <laughs> like, came in there. There were people with food spread out across their hood tailgating. <laughs> did you even have to ask? No, yeah, you no. were just like, no, nope, we know who that is. Exactly what that was. But they didn't have a trash can, and no. it was all of our Wawa stuff. So That's I fine. mean, you know, it, it was great. I loved it. We improvised. Although, although apparently, uh, and and I loved it because they were like. This could be something that, you know, we could start, you know, like exactly. tailgating before. <laughs> exactly. Yo, if we can tailgate before conventions, like as a regular thing. I'm laughing because you can hear Nicole already. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Let's move the microphone a little closer. <laughs> they, you know what they're like? So it's Brian and Nicole sitting behind us together. And all I can think of is like the Muppets. It's John. Okay. And John Brady's hat. It's yeah. an awesome hat, right? Yeah, John Brady's I'm like, weird I know. straw We're boater from the 20s. <laughs> I'm it's like, could, could we just like take only, that and wear only it? Only he could pull that off, though. Right? Right? But look. Don't touch it. Okay. He has better okay. sunglasses than I do. I'm so sad. <laughs> Hi, John, by the way, because I know you listen. Um, but no, so Brian and Nicole, all I can think of is the Muppets that sit up in the... Stedler and Waldorf, yep, yeah. Yep. <laughs> We're the two, the two angry dudes, <laughs> angry old guys from the Muppet show that just insult everything. Is that where you guys are? Uh-huh. uh-huh. I'm so nervous now. <laughs> I'm now like five times more nervous than I was before. It's terrible. For their commentary? Or yes, yes. Excuse <laughs> <coughs> me. We we left your hat, we left your hat alone. We totally didn't put anything in it, and we totally didn't talk about it. We are recording, just so you know. Oh, you want to you want to say hi? Sure. Hey, hello, John. Look, we're like here. I wore a I wore a noteworthy hat, apparently. You did, you did. This is a Panama hat, after all, so it's 
Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a little much by nature, but so am I. So kind you can of, hear. I was like, <laughs> no. yeah. Can it's we hear in the brand? You know. Like yeah. You know. You got You got to stay on brand. And I like exactly. the pin, the PHL pin. I like yeah. it. Okay. Working. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Totally, did, totally where did you get that? Is that like? It's from the PHLCNB. It's from the Philadelphia Convention and Visitors Bureau. Why don't we have things like that in Delco? Because we don't have politicians that give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Short answer. Yeah. <laughs> you said it. You know we're, like, we're nothing if not <laughs> self-aware. <laughs> That's why we have the mics like right up there, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. We exactly. need to have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Terry Gross, and this is Sweet. Fresh Air from NPR. You can't I, do that. I need to stop with that joke. I really do. <laughs> no, between that, between that, and every time, um, like some '70s disco music comes on, like my my Google Play, and all I can think of is you know, like the throwback to not Bandstand. What was the other one? Um, so not Soul. Is it Soul Train, Brian? Look, I'm laughing. All I know is I sit there. You can't help. After you do this for so long, you just, I'll be like, and let's go back to 1974. (laughs) (laughs) Going all the way. (laughs) Brian would remember that. And now our new number one hit. (laughs) Right. We're sending our love down the well. (laughs) Grab your lady friend and hit the dance floor. And then you go back and you go like, did they really, like, wow. And now a dedication. (laughs) I can't actually impersonate Casey Kasem. (laughs) But I can do his weird vocal tics. I love Casey Kasem. <laughs> that dude is old school as fuck. Like, respect. Respect the originator. Right. But that dude is old school. It's so funny. You know what the other thing is? I'm so mm. used to the setup that we usually have that I'm, like, fidgeting because I'm, like... Yeah, we're a, set up in uh, a completely uh, different uh. way. Like, we're, we're all three... All three of us are facing the same direction. Which probably is... <laughs> Yeah, it's weird because I'm like turning my head both directions and like. That's uh, why we sat you in the middle. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to be like whiplash. Yeah, basically. (laughs) I had to to separate the two of you, man. (laughs) (laughs) Can't trust y'all. Oh, here. Uh Getting a call from the kids. Who does listen? So like he, oh he's been. I'm sorry for cursing so much. Oh no! <laughs> like no, constantly. Sorry. He's like, look, mom's done it again. I was like, oh, thank you so much. He's like, but it's so cool. You have a podcast. I'm like, well, at least I'm happy that we're cool. Like, yeah, it's something. <laughs> Fifteen years old, and you know. Yeah. I'm laughing because I can hear it through the mic. So I'm like, what are you talking about? I actually called him. That's where I was. Um, when I was out there, I called him. I was like, mm-hmm. are you awake? And he's like. No, and I'm laughing because like I can, like, right, right. You're like I've had these conversations on the phone. Amazing. Is your brother awake? No. We started without you. You're fashionably late. Pasquale's come walking in. Mike said. Mike said that he had to separate us. So. That's stupid. Y'all are trouble, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, wait until you wait until you mic up, like. Yeah. It's actually we were True. talking. It's kind of cool because as you're talking. You can hear the background noise yeah. through the open mic. It's actually kind of relaxing. Shoot. Uh, Amanda. Yes. Can you reach into my backpack there? Yes. In the big, tall box, uh, there's going to be more of the little uh, little gold adapters. Can you grab one so we can plug Pesquale's headphones in? I might actually leave this in. <laughs> Warts and all, everybody. There's a lot of, there's a lot of technical stuff that goes into this podcast. Ooh, see, and we managed. I was going to see which one of us was going to hit that first. It's fine. <laughs> Here, I'll turn it. You it's, li- it's, 
it's live. We're <laughs> the people expect a I certain was, amount. I was of, hoping it was going to be Pasquale first, though. <laughs> nah. Like, haha. So many pins and shit. You have pins? What? Yeah, I have the voter registration pin and my Tom Wolf pin. I love that voter registration pin, the one with the uh, the bar, the one the with Q the QR code. QR code. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that what that is? Yeah. Is that a Delco thing? Here, I got it. Is it a Delco? Um, I think it's, yeah, Colleen Guiney gave him out because she's the real MVP. <laughs> Do you have your vote one, though? Your oh, grabbed Delco by the vote? midterms? No, 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 the Delco vote, the little buttons. No, I don't have a little button. You didn't get a little button? No. Well, I, I didn't get a little that button. One. You didn't get a little button? No. Is that enough room for you, Squall? Um, yeah, let me untangle this. Space. Okay. Mess. I want to make sure that everybody's got enough, uh, <laughs> enough, enough <room>. cord. <laughs> like no, enough that their cables will actually reach to their headphones. I might trim this a little bit, but I'm going to keep the basic concept of us actually setting stuff up because I really like, I really like this idea. No, I, I that, agree. Like it's it's completely live and raw. Oh look, oh I'm enjoying it. Does yours work? <laughs> Mine does. <laughs> um, okay, there we go. There we go. I'll Get, just stay hunched over while it. I do this. I mean, you can. We'll we'll set it up so that you can record laying down. <laughs> I'm drinking a monster out of a Wawa can. <laughs> I love that Wawa can. If you can't tell by my voice, what kind of evening it was. <laughs> we didn't even we didn't even touch upon that yet. Yeah, we like, didn't, we didn't get there. I just want to let you know. Oh, I got it! I got it. Nice. So grab by the, by the midterms. Where was that one from? Um, I don't know. Someone that was at a um, one of the rallies in the city. Um, oh, my thing even has my own name on it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because I because I've got them set up differently than usual, so I had to actually like <laughs> name the uh, tracks on the recording. <laughs> actually, the other really cool thing is is that you can look like this we, is the first time I've seen this. Yeah, it, it, the the waveforms show up in yeah. real time. We, yeah. we need Lauren to move to Philadelphia. Hi, Lauren. Move from Lancaster County to Philly. It'll be better. It'll be better for, better for everyone. I'm sorry. Move, move to Delco. Yeah. Delco. Oh my God. Yeah. So wow, uh, this is legit. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I, I forget. You guys have never actually seen this. Like as mm -hmm. as no. we talk, our voices actually show up. That's some fancy ass shit. Welcome to the 20th century, y'all. You know the best part about that is is now like as things go on, we're gonna be like. Oh look! I can make it go up, and I can make yeah. it go down. And you'll notice. And I'm gonna intentionally screw up the sound. So if you guys hate it, turn the volume down for about seven to ten seconds. If I get too close and the waveforms get too tall, you can hear it actually start Whoa. to distort because it goes off the edge of the thing. Wow, that is yeah. so. Oh my god. Exactly. And I would sit in front of this that, mic and do that, like not like the distortion, but like I would just be like, hey, look, this yeah. is cool. No, that's why. That's why I almost never make eye contact with you guys. Do. <laughs> Do you think that um, we can vape in here? Uh, you can ask. I'm kidding. The answer's already no. Well, first of all, the answer is I need to get myself together. <laughs> then, then after that, it's a hard no. You know, just if you do, just blow it into the bag, like yeah, exactly. into your, into your exactly. backpack. So yeah, why is his backpack smoking? <laughs> we were talking about how hard Harrisburg goes off, and we didn't even realize um, after I, the evening we had last night. I am such a fan now. If I had known that the um, 
stallion was a thing uh, when I was interning here, um, I think I would have been a different person. I think you may never have come back to Delco. <laughs> I think I would have accepted that Harrisburg was okay. It's all right. It's, it's, it's weird to be in an area and you believe there's no like LGBTQ culture and it's... You could just hearing the Mariah Carey <laughs> that music <laughs> bumping from the street. I was Literally. like, I'm home. After we get, after we got carded, <laughs> oh, we were walking down the stairs into the club, <laughs> and it's literally just Mariah Carey is I, the first thing that we hear. To and be I'm, fair, though, that makes perfect sense because I've, I've I've actually never been to I've been to nightclubs like three times in my life, and I've never been to a gay club. Oh, <laughs> so that <my>. was. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure about any of the etiquette, so I was trying to like <laughs> stay close to you guys, <laughs> the but far enough where people would still talk to you if you wanted them. I know. Don't don't mess it up for me. <laughs> Mike can have any one of the stallions. <laughs> I, yeah, that was. It, I just. I don't know. I just like them so much better than. Like I, I've been to Howl at the Moon or whatever, and and there's other clubs on uh, Broad and like down in Center City. It's like yeah. it's fun. But there like, was a total different vibe to that. There's nothing like being in a space that's dedicated for you to where you can just kind of... like I, I, It doesn't matter. If, if you want to dance, if you want to drink, whatever. Like You're just comfortable. And no one's coming up to you. No one's interrupting your night. Yeah. No one's coming up to your friends that are girls and being like, excuse me, ma'am. Like, right. I actually... It, it was funny because I didn't really think of that until you said that this morning when we were talking about it. And I was like, really was like a totally different vibe from any of the ones that I had been in. And, mm-hmm. you know, super comfortable. Like, shout out to just everyone that was in that bar. And, you know. Yeah, Although, no, walking is... down that, that, that alleyway, there was a moment where uh, I was name, like, it's a dark yeah. alleyway. Like, your name tag. Your name tag. Did we all yeah, write yeah, Delco? Was, yeah. <laughs> We are at Delco. Oh, oh, Amanda was Mine official register. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, when it's we were fine. walking around, because the entrance to the club was actually around the back in an alleyway in like a parking lot. <laughs> I would have never walking. found it. Of yeah. all the alleys, well, I was why, using the shortcuts in Harrisburg. That's why you noticed. thought it was closed. That's yeah. why you never realized that that place was open, you said. I knew that. Oh, all I could think God. of was like Blade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's why I, I said that to Nicole when we were walking back there. That like, this is the cold open to an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's like, so true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're all gonna end up like, dead. like charmed or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. All of a sudden, my body's just gonna be behind a dumpster and questionable bite marks, and all of a sudden, Wait Prue a is on it. Prue and her sisters. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was it was a, it was an odd night. It was an interesting night. Uh, it was a fun night. You guys went back out after I crashed. <laughs> Yeah, we did. We, those we, drinks, those drinks, and apparently y- you were telling me that this is just a thing at gay clubs. Yes, those drinks it were is. fucking strong, dude. The it gay was, bars do not come to play. God, it is it is a done deal, and that's like in Philly. Oh my God, the tavern will come back. I'll go up there and be like, "Can I get a glass of water?" And then I'm like, "This is vodka. This is vodka on ice. Thank no, you. Thank you for knowing exactly what it's I wanted." Vodka on ice with vodka ice cubes <laughs> in my mind. The ice cubes are vodka ice cubes. I'm like, "Thank you for knowing what I needed, and I was not even aware that I needed it." Amazing. So good. But yeah, it was a it was a good time. We're surprisingly like awake and yeah, functional. Man. Even I, I didn't. Or at I least was, pretending well. I was because you're giving me that look. Moder- like, <laughs> no, I was at least moderately under control, and like I was up. I think I went to sleep around one ish, 
slightly after, and I still got up at like seven fifteen, and oh I'm like, God. good to go. Um, how many? How many Wawa hoagies? I don't know. Did she just bring? handed me a handful. We got five. we got props. It's five. Because <laughs> we wanted to. Since we're in Sheets Country, we had to represent Wawa. <laughs> so even, even the Sheets breakfast sandwich was not the worst yo, thing I've eaten. I got a breakfast pizza. <laughs> yeah. Well, I. How was that? I'm, I'm not. I'm not mad about it. I. So, so here, here's the deal. <laughs> Wawa's food tastes fresher because it is and it's yeah. healthier because yes. my breakfast had hash browns on it um but yeah i mean like legit like was it a hash brown in the bagel it, with like no it was an everything bagel with cheese two things of scrambled eggs like flat discs and uh hash browns on top wow my god yeah. Are you going to eat anytime like in the no, next like I, three days? I'm actually really hoping I can get like a stomach bug before I go on vacation. <laughs> um. This is how I got my new body. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> body by by poisoning. Body by sheets. Body by sheets. <laughs> South Beach parasite diet. <laughs> exactly. They're getting back at us for throwing Wawa cups out in their trash can. Probably. They knew. They saw us so coming. Camera. They saw us Do you coming know how from many a mile times away. They probably see that and they're like, "Oh, these people again." <laughs> they think they're new. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, no we've done that before. Yeah, acting like you're brand new. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody sees us coming from a mile away, man. The state young yep. Dems, my <laughs> sheets, the Capitol Police. They all say, see us coming from a mile away. I was going to say, one of my favorite things, well, two of my favorite things last night. Oh, no, I've got a lot. Um, <laughs> the one was almost actually, almost actually getting detained. Would, would, you, would you say detained would be what I would happen to us? I would say detained. I, detained it certainly by wasn't Capitol arrested. Police. <laughs> yeah. And and they were really cool. Yeah. yeah. Just wondering why it is 11 p.m. on a Friday and we're walking around the Capitol grounds like, look at this building. Um, it's then, all lit up. And then, I've never it seen it before. No, and then when I turned to Nicole and was like, you want water? And she was like, yeah. And then I came for the vodka soda. <laughs> and she thought she was getting water. She did. She took a really big sip of that, didn't I you? saw. Look, she's like, you're talking about it. So she's dead. She's, dead. <laughs> she's like, I'm fine. I went into the room and she was De- deceased. <laughs> this is all just muscle memory. And then, and then it, looks, just, it looks like you're moving, but it's just electrical impulses. No, and, and the, but the, and twitch, twitch. I mean, it's just when I like threw my corpse on the bed next to her, and, I, and she's like, oh, "Squaw." I'm like, no, I should have answered like, no. You should have been like, no, it's Amanda. No, like, or a random name. It's Amanda. (laughs) Just real deep. It's John. It's It's Veteran. (laughs) He wouldn't have fit on that bed. He wouldn't have fit through the door. That was a slim hallway. Yeah, our Airbnb had a uh, real narrow hallway. That was. We had to scoot through sideways a couple of times. Oh, and the, yeah, that was amazing. That was amazing. That was a And Nicole has no legs. We still have to put that, I have to put that picture up yeah we've been putting some stuff up on social media on the facebook page and on the uh i don't know everywhere all over the damn place i don't know with the giant margarita Probably. we didn't even discuss yeah. the giant margarita yeah i still yeah. cannot get there was a giant margarita <laughs> still has no legs there was a giant margarita yeah what is she a... doing in that picture what are you doing idea. in this picture the no leg picture she's like she's not paying forward. attention <laughs> <laughs> She's not paying attention. Lauren, I thought you were eating just Cheetos. I thought you were eating just Cheetos, and I was like, that's breakfast. No, I don't want to eat <laughs> If I eat anything else at this point, I'm probably going to pass out. 
We'll prop you up. It's fine. You're holding on, man. You're holding on just fine. I was going to say, yeah, just give me my sunglasses and I'll just be like... <laughs> Here, wait. Well, well, I'm not weekend at Bernie'sing you through this convention. I have a whole array of them in the car, so, oh like, God. you know. Here, Don't say, enable you him. Know, just, yeah, pass these on over. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Look. What? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no pictures of me in New Orleans. They actually look good. That works. <laughs> they're, not so going, they're not going to exist. This is making me tired. Give yeah. them back then. You have to stay awake. <laughs> it's dark. <laughs> it's dark in here. It's, um, it's dark. I can hear laughing. <laughs> all right, so real talk. This training's what? Seven hours long? Uh, it runs. 11-ish to 6. Okay. So, yeah. So, oh, we're going to have breaks. We're going to have uh, lunch and stuff. Uh, it's good. We're going to switch it up. It's going to feel It's gonna feel nice and loose. So, what if, instead of the after party, we went back to Stallions? At <laughs> <laughs> our own after party. I can't, we'll take, I can't we'll take say that discussion no, offline. right? Like, I can't say no. I, you know, I really, really... De- you know what else I loved? The setup of the booths because they were kind of like a twenties, yeah, like right? Mm-hmm. Right? It's like I, a twenties kind of yeah, jazz like semi-circle kind of thing. You know? I especially appreciated the put ten dollars in and get cigarettes machines yes. I haven't yeah. seen in a thousand years. Oh my god! <laughs> Which, if you think about it, that's pretty. That's pretty cheap. Newports in Philly are like twelve dollars. Are they? Yeah. That's how long in it's the, been yeah, since in the I've, city. Yeah. Wow. No, I the cigarette tax really helped me uh, quit smoking. But then one I was like, I live in Delco, so it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> now, now you're a breakfast uh, fog at all times. <laughs> exactly. Every time Stephen comes this way, I'm like, Are we beginning? We're we starting. Yeah. He got official. Well, he put the jacket on. Yeah. We're kind of stopping and starting here as we uh, have uh, presenters get set up and things like that. So. You know, we're going to be stopping and starting, like I said at the beginning, and listening into some of the panels that we're having, and we'll see exactly how the audio comes out on those. We'll, we'll find out. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna go get a second breakfast and probably a That's beverage. That's what I actually just sent Brian. I actually, I actually really need a drink, uh, just because. I have a vodka tonic in my bag. If you're interested. Pascal has water. We'll be back. I have water on ice.
on Twitter and they put those in the news articles. So that, be creative, know that anything you tweet could end up in the news. Um, we learned that the hard way every day in politics, but just use it creatively and use it to get the attention you need for your cause. Um, they're tracking the hashtags. So one of my biggest things, I'm not much of a hashtagger. Um, I, I know that that goes against everything that people believe about um, digital, but I think that you can actually just get the job done just by talking. When, when it comes to trending topics, so one of the best ways to pay attention to what the conversation is and how to get involved, you wanna enter the conversation. So instead of making up hashtags, um, which is just a creative drain of creative energy, look at what people are already using. So they're already gonna be talking about that. You want to enter that conversation. You don't need to make something up for you. Um, look at what the reporters are using because that's exactly what they're gonna be tracking to put into their news roundups. Um, look at what's trending in your area. Trending topics are just a great way really a great way to get involved. Um, and then if you ever want to learn how to make friends on Twitter, uh, you can talk to me later and I'll teach you all about it. Um, so I have been told to tell you guys about uh, the coordinated campaign right now is using the hashtag make it half pen, pen, half pen, like Pennsylvania. I, I like it a lot. Um, but what that does is it kind of, it's a centralized hub for people to share what they're doing on the field knocking on doors, getting volunteers involved. Um, you really want to make people feel like they're being left out by not coming to sign up for shifts. Um, all the cool kids are knocking on doors. Shame into it. Yes, and I think that that is a great way to use. Show off your pizza parties. I mean, everybody knows that campaign survives coffee. What Wednesday? Wine Wednesday. Wine Wednesday. The RVP cool. has started doing wine Wednesdays. We're moving to your county. Oh, okay. It's coming to Delco, don't worry. <laughs> don't drink and die. But definitely, if that's something your county does, if that's something that gets people excited, share that. Um, and then always try to tie up every post yeah. that you do on social media, so Facebook, Twitter. Try to tie that up with an action that they can take later. Um, so, if you are sharing a fun picture of Wine Wednesdays, um, give them a link where they can sign up to volunteer. Whether it's a Google Doc, whether it's Nation, uh, don't use Nation Builder. Nation Builder supports Trump. I'm just going to say it on the record. Nation Builder sucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is how we're going to stop using Nation Builder. Yeah, sorry. As a, as a democratic digital professional, I would say Action Network, if you're trying to organize people, locally and you're trying to do it for a price that you can, your organization can afford, use Action Builder. Uh, no, Action Builder, actionnetwork.org or .net or .com, Action Network. It's one of the greatest tools just to run an email list. You can keep a database of people and you can raise money off it. It's just get off Nation Builder, get on Action Network. Or use our website, like we talked about. Yeah, but if you are by any chance, so running digital programs, if you're doing something for a can candidate, Action Network's just a great way to get, for very cheap, I think I pay $10 a month for one of my candidates just to be able to upload lists. It's really cheap and easy to use and the tool sets are amazing. So I don't work for them. 
Uh, I have nothing to do with them, but I do, as somebody who organizes using email programs, um, that is what my suggestion would be. Um, what about NGP or um, uh, Well, NGP, Builder, all of those are amazing. They're also more expensive, so if you're running like a very localized, like a smaller, just a very small campaign, or you're a young Dems chapter, chances are you can't afford NGP. So one of the easiest things, if you're trying to promote stuff, sorry, I know that young Dems are trying to use the centralizing, but if you're a small candidate who's doing city council or not uh, for a small town. Well, this is more for campaigns. Yeah, for campaigns yeah. or groups if you decide to <laughs> use it. Um, but anyway, point of story, make a Google Doc, use whatever form you can, but always have an action for somebody to take when you share something. Uh, so, pictures of Wine Wednesday, ask them to sign up for the next shift, and that way you can take it, um, and also at events, when you're hosting events, get their email addresses, emails, um, I know I'm here to talk about social media, emails are my bread and butter, and I think getting those email addresses, inviting these people later to like your pages is one of the most important things that you can do at events, um, other than the actual thing to do at events, which is contact voters. Production. Um, my uh, So production is really easy. You don't have to get fancy with it. That's my big, I know that that kind of makes me um, undersell the work that I do. Um, a lot of people like me because I'm good at graphic design, but you really don't need graphic design to have successful, sometimes a photo on its own can get better reach than a graphic you spent two hours on. Um, I can do, I basically use practically the next font over to Comic Sans once, and that got so many people reached just because I was able to post during the right time. So timing, um, just a quick advice, timing is everything. So you wanna strike when the moment is hot. Um, otherwise, the algorithm won't take your post when it's Twitter, when it's Facebook, even Instagram. Uh, if you're talking about something that's relevant right now to what's happening in the world, um, the reach just gets so much higher because the algorithm will get that in front of more people. Um, when it comes to, you don't have to live stream everything. <coughs> Is there like a good site or app to find out when, because like a lot of times by the time uh, yeah. you see a hashtag, it's already trending, kind of like has already peaked and falling after that kind of defeats the first little bit. So is there like a good way to find like what hashtags are trending the quickest? Google, there's like a Google Ads thing that lets you look up. But honestly, I think that you can just trust that, uh, trust the process where if they're on Facebook, they'll get to it. Like if it's trending on Facebook, if it's trending on Twitter, like the trending topics, I know it's the peak, but it'll still get to people. But Google, that's a really good question. Um, I know that Google Ads has something where you can track trending searches. So I would pay attention to that, especially as you're working on getting stuff out there um, and planning. Also planned content definitely does really well. Look at what the holidays are. 19th Amendment anniversary was today. So tie that in with women's rights, tie that in with what's happening with Roe versus, um, Roe versus Kavanaugh. Um, <laughs> it's a fight, y'all. Um, so, so don't. Why don't you, uh, would you be able to show us sort of how you uh, search with, uh, with different hashtags or maybe how you. Oh, no, hashtag stuff. Just look at the, sorry, sorry. Look at the, on the side of Twitter, um, I'll show you guys that at the end. Just. 
on the side of Twitter, there will be a trending topics area. Pay attention to that. Really, there's not much rocket science to it. Um, don't really live stream unless you're doing something really interesting. Um, I think that that's highlight videos are really good. So not everybody <laughs> can be as interesting as Beto O'Rourke, and that's fine. What you can do, just make sure that somebody is, every person, whether it's your candidate, whether it's you, whether it's your organization, stick to your authentic voice. And Brandon and Ali talked about that earlier. Um, if your candidate is a walking dad joke, embrace that. I think that really helps Tim Kaine get out there to people a lot more. Uh, people really enjoyed that. And you don't have to be, you, try not to make things forced. I think the best thing about people like Beto O'Rourke, um, one of the things that I would suggest is look at people who are doing really well on Twitter and try to follow them and see what they're doing. So Joel Embiid, who is a basketball player for the Philadelphia 76ers, mm -hmm. is one of the best users on Twitter. I would say him and LeBron, best users, just period. Um, they, the way that they use, they're showing, they're not trying to be something that they're not. Um, they're authentic, and that just carries over so much more than trying to tell a Donald Trump joke, which honestly, don't do. That's, <laughs> like, come on guys. We, we gotta be more clever than the other side. Um, so that, that's my take on it. Uh, biggest rules of the internet. Um, again, be authentic. You don't, just don't force it. Don't say Pokemon go to the pools, but people will make fun of you. And you don't wanna be the story. Um, unless you are somebody like me who is pretty much an idiot on Twitter and that's your brand, you can say that. Don't beat the trolls. Uh, people, no matter what happens, people are gonna try to fight you. We saw that in 2016. We saw that with the robot box. Um, we saw that with just normal people, normal um, Becky down the lane who is really mean <laughs> to uh, my candidates on Facebook in the year 2016. And I'm upset, like I'm, the things that people say, it gets to me personally, but I will not respond to them on social media until after I lose that job and then I'm ready to fight. It's on site. Um, but no, you become the story. If you attack them, or if they will try to bait you, if you go after them and you respond to their bait, you become the news. And you don't want to do that. Just so ignore them. If there's something offensive, hide it. Try to have, um, on Facebook there's an option where you can put in every curse word in the world and it will automatically hide that um, if anybody tries to comment on one of your posts with a swear word. Um, Google lists swear words for Facebook and people have already made text um, docs with everyone and that's like a really easy way to just moderate what's going on. And pay attention to what's happening too um, on your feed, so if somebody, when it comes to comments, uh, people will be saying nasty things. At first, in 2016, I thought that that didn't matter, like crazy people would be crazy people. But turns out that a lot of people who are voting believe them. They believe the flaming comments. So try to just, if something's crazy, if something's, in, you, if something's a conspiracy theory, just delete it, you're allowed to. That's not discourse, that's a freaking conspiracy theory that's hurting you. So that's my take on it. Um, not every, it's, 
use your use your judgment that make those judgment calls but people are paying attention to those and those do affect you at the polls so I would be very careful with them um, and then hello yes okay does anybody have questions I know I speak really loud <laughs> or fast and loud <laughs> yeah. preemptive applause I love it um, do you do you subscribe to the belief that there are certain days or certain times of day where it's better to post or tweet or something like that? Absolutely. Okay. Um, so look up one of the things that you can do. I forgot to talk about uh, Facebook Insight um, and Twitter Analytics. So there are native tools. You don't have to spend any money on these at all. These are free. There are Facebook. Um, so in Facebook, when you're running a page, there's a tool where you can look at insights. Um, under that, you can look. There's an option, I think it's still going to be reach. If you click that, it shows you what time. Pull it up on your computer. <laughs> people. Sorry, Sam Hinkie, everybody. Um, woo, go shut the process. I don't have internet. Okay. <laughs> But anyway, go to Facebook, it'll be under Insights, you'll see it, it's a really big, it's huge. Um, so under there, when you go to Reach, it'll show you uh, kind of what time your audience is on the most, what time they're reach, being reached the most, and try to base your stuff off that. So, and also common sense. So you don't wanna post things when you know people are driving back from work. Um, you know that people are looking at the first, I scroll Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and literally everything um, as soon as I wake up. Like I open one eye and I've got Twitter up. I can barely read half of it, it's jumbled. Um, I'm, I'm very tired, but um, I scroll through that stuff in the morning. So post things at 7 a.m., it's just, Try to look at behaviors. Don't post things during lunch because people will be too busy eating. Um, and I think that 8 p.m. does really well. Uh, Twitter, try to post things when you see it more heightened, like more people are tweeting at that time, um, especially during events. And Twitter, it, yeah, especially during events. Anything's happening. Uh, but also be careful, like when something's breaking, when it's a tragedy, when it's a go dark, that's a huge rule that I have is if there's a gun, if there's a mass shooting, which unfortunately we have those every other day in the United States. Um, sometimes they're a lot bigger, like um, Newtown when they're um, Parkland, go dark. We don't have all the answers and we don't, we're going to be talking about gun violence in the next 48 hours. But as we're learning the news of what's happening, and I would just, especially, oh, and I'm not a fan of scheduling content. I think that that's really big is you really need to pay attention. If you schedule something in advance, try to pay attention. If something's happening, you, um, if a mass shooting is going on right now and you have a tweet scheduled, um, that's just out of place and dumb, and that goes up, you become the story. So, for example, um, House of Cards, the TV show, which 
is terrible, by the way. I, I stand by that take. But have yeah. the guards the, guard the TV show. Um, one of their characters got hit by a train. Uh, beginning of season two. Spoilers. Someone, someone got hit. Uh, I won't say who, um, but somebody got hit by a train. So. But on Twitter, what happened is they, uh, half the cards um, Twitter account had a scheduled tweet about somebody getting hit by a train um, during the same day. Like this is an hour after the metro in uh, DC same metro that was used in the show, caught on fire. Uh, a train caught on fire, there's smoke, and a woman died from the smoke inhalation. And that wasn't a, it ended up not becoming as big of a story as I thought it would. Um, hashtag insidery bullshit. But um, that, things like that happen. And so you guys really just have to, when it comes to, if you wanna schedule something in advance, just be careful. Obviously, there's a, there are days where schedule the shit out of things. Sorry, my language. Uh, you guys can bleep that out, right? Okay. <laughs> you don't have to. That's a funny to. joke <laughs> you just told. <laughs> um, GOTV, voting, election day. You know what's happening there. Schedule that stuff out. But if it's an issue, if it's like issue-based, if it is policy-based, just post as it goes. Anyway, that was a long-winded answer that I threw three things into. It was a great answer, thank you. Is, is there like a, um, I guess, like lower return on demand uh, with my own tweet? So for instance, uh, with Center County Young Dems, we had like a rule of like make at least like one post a day and then post it to TV, like two posts a day. But then we didn't actually know if that was like any good rule to follow. Because we imagine like if you're tweeting every single hour, just none of those actually getting any insight to it. So Facebook? It's one to two. Um, I would say one to two posts a day. Obviously, GOTV and election day. I tend to do four. So election day, my thing is 7 a.m. Polls are open. Go vote. Give a Michelle Obama um, honking an air horn into Jimmy Kimmel's ear. Uh, election day. Election day. Go vote. 11 a.m. Um, lunchtime. Tell people to go vote. One, uh, 2 p.m. Share if you voted. At 7 p.m. It'll be um, if you're well 6 p.m. I think polls are about to close. But if you're in the so 8 p.m. polls close. But I posted at 6. If you're in line before 8 p.m., get in line. Stay in line. You can still vote. And then the results. Um, so those days like that week because it's the topic that it's election day. It's all people care about. Um, post as many times as you want that day. Other than that, I would stick to one to two posts on Facebook a day because Facebook will automatically just start capping your reach. Unless um, something happened the day before where rapid response, your post got so much reach that they're gonna award you with your next post getting good reach. So if you post a picture of your Muslim ban, airports, you take a picture of the governor and uh, Senator Casey, you post that on the PADM page, um, the next post is gonna do just as well. Um, other than that, Twitter, honestly, Twitter is more of a natural, like, Twitter is more natural in the moment. 
So I wouldn't say that there are diminishing returns there. It doesn't punish you. Um, it won't punish you as much as Facebook will to try to limit. And videos do really well. They both, Facebook and Twitter, they make money off videos because they get to stick those annoying ads into the middle of your video. Uh, so they try to push those a lot more. So those tend to get more reach. Um, so that's one way to go. Anybody else? Cool, awesome. Um, my email is zainabjavaypa at gmail.com. It is uh, my name plus the PA because I'm obnoxious like that um, and in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Um, feel free to reach out to me at any point. Um, I'm here to answer your questions. I love this guy. I love the team here at the PA Young Dems and I'm here for them and I'm here for you guys. Um, yeah, cool. <laughs> so we are going to talk about Slack, and so there actually is uh, Wi-Fi available here. So if you have a device, um, whether it's a computer or phone, because Slack is also you know for smartphones. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> let's go get started on Slack, because this is a great uh, communication tool, and Anthony is going to talk to us all about that. So you can go to the website, which is slack.com, um, create an account through that. Um, it's also an app on Google, Google um, Samsung, anything like that. Um, create an account, and a work, it's going to ask you for a workspace, and it's payoungdems.com. Slack.com. Um, you don't usually need to put in .slack.com. It'll have that already filled out. So it's just PA Young Dems. Um, we're using this as a resource for um, Commonwealth-wide uh, communication, so that this way there's, you know, it's not just Young Dems and there's different chapters and they sometimes talk to each other. There's an actual presence of PA Young Dems that we can actually coordinate across um, county lines. That we can coordinate across the entire Commonwealth and. Um, have more relationships built between chapters. Um, so yeah, Slack and PAYD. So what is Slack? Here's a video from the Slack website for a better idea, um, and I'll talk a little more afterward. Wow. Slack is a new kind of messaging routine, bringing all your communication together in one simple place. Okay. <laughs> um, Okay, so I can just bring it up then. So here's like Slack right now. Um, on the left, you can see there's a bunch of different channels. Once you jump into it, uh, you'll have this PAYD thing, PAYD, or payoungdems.slack.com is how you can get to it. You'll need to make an account, um, or maybe even be invited. Um, if you're not on that yet, just talk to me afterwards, talk to Johnny, and we can get you onto that. Um, oh, this resolution thing. But as you can see, it's if you're used to GroupMe, it's kind of like that, but it's a lot more um, tech-able. So I can uh, add people on it. You can create threads where, uh, if I go up here uh, to this happy birthday post, no one else needs to be bothered if they're not interested in this post. But then you go down and you can see more messages from that. Um, we have different committees and everything. So if you are only interested in, let's say, the center region, 
you go to center region and it's all that stuff. You can join all these um, channels. So how do you select? So you need the app, need to get, or go to the website. Both of them will work. Uh, main features are, this is your workspace. Um, for Center County Young Democrats, we also had our own workspace for a little bit. Um, it wasn't that many people, it was about five to 10. Slack spaces are usually good for about 20 and then upward from that. Um, you kind of want a constant flow of people communicating and enough people that it makes sense that you all need to be in a workspace. Uh, lots of companies use this, especially a lot more um, youth-oriented companies are especially jumping onto this because it's a lot more familiar. It's almost kind of like a, a forum mixed with a text message. So learning this will actually probably help you in a lot of other areas. Um, I know that NextGen Climate, which is now NextGen America, we used this. Um, really helped because then when we went to um, different campaigns, they were using that too. Uh, so here's where you'll see your channel, and then here are, uh, that's your workspace, and this is your channels. Um, to get it on your phone, you want to click down that, and then that will bring you down another um, launch pad. So some of the channels that we have, we have one for every single region. Um, the region needs to have their own info, so uh, if you're in region center, you immediately know how to contact people. You'll have the center region director, which is Forrest Bennett, and then center, uh, central deputy director, which is vacant. Um, if you're familiar with Twitter, this works a lot of the same way, where if you at someone, it will send them a direct notification. Um, you can click on that link and you can immediately go to their uh, little you know, profile space. You can hook up your email and your Twitter to it, so instead of having to go, you know, oh, what was Lindy Lee's email? We can just go to Lindy Lee's page and it'll be able to contact that. There's a direct uh, message space on this, which is, you know, Essentially, you don't need to worry about having to pull up Gmail or to bring up a group meeting or anything like that. You can just go to the Slack and get everyone who's in PAYD there. Um, here are the different committees that we have. So, you know, women's, LGBTQ, high school, comms, college, campaigns. The good part about this is that you can just join anything which you feel like you want to help with. Um, if you feel like you can, you know, put a really good tweet out, that's a gross thing, Scott Wagner, um, go to the comms committee drop an idea there, people will see it, people will respond, and then you can get stuff out. Um, this keeps going back for some reason. There's also a couple other uh, spaces which help. You can create your own channels on Slack, which helps. Um, and you can even include private uh, channels. So if you don't feel like it's a good investment to make the, you know, uh, an entire Slack workspace for, say, York, York Young Dems, um, you can just make a private one and then put it all in there. Now, a lot of the regions right now, it's gonna be pretty much one, maybe two um, counties for right now. Uh, as you go on though, you might wanna consider saying, well, if everyone's already using this Slack, might as well just bump it there, and then we can add people into the POID, and they can join from there. Uh, there's things like carpool, where if you need transportation to an event like this, uh, to state committee in September. Yes, September 7th and 8th. September 7th and 8th. Come to our reception, and then come to our meeting the next day. Yeah, so if you don't have transportation there, or you are going you know, from Philadelphia all the way up, and you have space in your car, bring other young Dems. The more people we have, the more people we're you know, working with, the better. Um, news, polls, tech help, um, random things. Um, all this you can join or leave at uh, your own convenience. The biggest thing, however, with Slack, um, you probably wanna Google Slack notifications. The biggest problem is that Slack is where we're notifying you. Um, if you're not someone who's gonna pull up Slack as quick as you pull up Twitter, you wanna check your notification settings. You're gonna wanna go to slack.com, sign in, and there's an entire part of Slack, which is, you know, do you wanna be notified when you're added? 
You want to be notified on every single post. You want to notify only when people like reply to you or they do at channel. Um, keywords. Yeah, keywords. I can set it where um, if someone puts uh, Penn State in any message whatsoever, I'll get a notification. It'll be a little red, you know, one on my phone, and I'll go, okay, someone mentioned Penn State. I have experience with Penn State. I can go there and help with this discussion. Um, it's really you can really personalize it a lot. You also have uh, the information section. Went over that a little bit. You have all these people we've added. You can see the blue links. Clicking on those will get you immediately to that person. On the mobile section, you want to click on the tab that's right below the top browser window. Um, that pulls down and brings up stuff like that. Um, some other cool things is you can make custom emojis. Uh, so now we have Casey eyebrows, Fetterman, two wolves, stems, wall on sheets. Um, um, hot tips. Um, another thing, when you're threading messages, um, you'll get a lot more use of this as things go on. Um, there's this little box here. This is like a box of doom. This is like the uh, when someone like hits CC on an email, like reply all to an email that like not everyone needed to know. This is that button. Um, hitting also send to, and it'll be whatever channel, it'll be like hashtag blank, and that's your channel name. Um, if you do that, it basically makes its own message. It doesn't thread it. Um, so, you know, if you know people on like Twitter who will keep like responding to the same message instead of just like threading it, pisses a lot of people off. So just like make sure that if this is hit, it means that you're making a message in a thread that would be relevant to everyone else. So let's, uh, earlier, um, I think yesterday, someone had put in general, yeah, someone was talking about how they couldn't make it to convention, um, and they wanted to follow along. So uh, I made a reply to the thread, but I put, and it clicked on um, the, this button, also send to, and so it made a message in the entire channel saying just made a sig, uh, just made a sig for the channel. Thank you for being on the Slack. Um, so, yeah, like Stephen Robbins on like every single channel. Um, he has eyes everywhere. So. Um, big thing, don't post anything to this that you would not want to see. Um, for instance, that the College Republicans that at Penn State posted on a bunch of student media channels um, talking about how you were talking about a slamming a bunch of Democrats and, you know, so, oh, okay, that's fine. Um, I'm going to get off that page now. There's other, there's other things, so uh, there's integration with lots of, lots of different apps. Um, I can just drag and drop anything onto here and it'll post. If you have a document, um, any link like that, you can just throw it on here and it'll automatically put it up there. PDF that you need to share with a bunch of people, just throw it up there and it'll work completely fine. Um, you can also put together things like uh, Twitter. So every time we get at uh, PA Young Dems, the comms channel will now get uh, this little message. So you know, for something like this, it's just okay. You know, we got a little mention that's from Lindy. Uh, this one is PA Young Dems adding itself. Thanks, Stephen. Um, but now if someone says, I'm gonna get Marilyn Monroe off there. Uh, so now if someone says, you know, ask <coughs> young Dems, you know, doing voter registration, or someone asks us something, it'll bring up there, and then anyone comes can see that and help respond and craft a message to that. The more integration we have with each other, the better, the stronger it makes us. That's a fundamental part of being a Democrat, that if we work together, you know, if someone has a better strength than you do, that can help. 
Um, aside from that, uh, everyone just please download the app, bring as many people as you can. Um, I can give out links, so... I'll put them on the website. Thank you. Uh, so, for instance, there's an invite link. I can send this to anyone, and this way you can just click on it, create some account, makes it much more streamlined than having to go through a little bit of a process. Um, but again, if you're not on here, just come up to me. I can get it on your phone, laptop, both, either of those. And then make sure your notifications are set up well so that you don't download this, and then in a month, remember that you have it, check it, and then you miss a bunch of discussions. Um, go to general. Yeah, go to general. Go to general. Go to general. Do I want to go to general? Yes, yes, yes actually. Oh, nice! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, Fetterman. <laughs> there was a Fetterman meet. There was also a uh, Sheets. You can also do multiple reactions. Don't do Sheets! 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 Sheets! Don't do Sheets! Don't do does anyone have any questions about what Slack is, how to use it, what to do with it? Anyone? I wasn't strong this morning. Anyone have any ideas? Yeah. So if we don't have a Slack app yet, it's best to just use the link that we can kind of streamline the process of getting it. Yeah. Um, you can, uh, can you show us the, uh, I guess the app versus the, uh, the website? See how different it is? I don't know. Can you mirror? Well, so like this is what's going to come out of this, uh, how it comes up on my phone at least, the yeah. ones on the right. Um, we have to do a, so if you do not have Slack, I'm going to disconnect this and I'm going to send you an individual thing on like Facebook. So just like come up, make a quick line, I'll search for you on Facebook and I'll be able to just send it directly to you. Um, and I'll send you a link which will be good for about a week and that way other people you know, you can send to them if they ask. Yeah. Who? Should I come in this way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, yep, just form a line, I'll be able to get you onto the Slack, and Eugene Rose Collins here. Oh. <laughs> Thank you to Anthony for walking us through Slack, which is going to be a great tool for us. Okay. I'm going to give this. <laughs> I was just, no, I was going to say, I'm going to give this a try again. No, no. Two more. This is this convention, and then there's one last year. I stopped being president in September 2019, which we'll talk about. So let's see if I can get this work by time. Clap once. No. Clap twice. Okay, close enough. <laughs> Everyone doing okay so far? Everyone having fun? Woo! Okay, I'm taking that. Okay, so when we had uh, Eugene and Mayor Fetterman here. Um, we had these fine folks um, interview them for the Delco Young Democast. So let's talk about what the Delco Young Democast is. Sure. Thank you very much. This is soda. <laughs> Pro <laughs> promise. <laughs> there have been a lot of times. <laughs> there have been a lot of times where that hasn't been soda. So that's why we need to clarify. Does anybody have a soap thing we can start cutting? That's part of it. <laughs> Oh my God, <laughs> that would be ridiculous. And this is just a small glimpse of what it's like. So anyway, um, hi, I have a face for radio. Um, my name is Mike DeEva. Uh, I am the, uh, in addition to being the producer and one of the hosts of the Delco Young Democast podcast, uh, I'm also the secretary for the Delaware County Young Democrats. 
um, pardon me, Delaware County Young Dems, um, trying to stay kind of within a fair distance of this microphone because we are recording all of this and plan to put it out as a podcast episode. Um, with me as always, if you guys want to introduce yourselves. Do we get to oh, play rocks, is, paper, this scissors is my this time? This is the best part. Um, so I'm Pasquale Cipollone. I'm the vice, one of the vice presidents for the Delco Young Dems. I'm Amanda Hammock. I'm the other one. So we kind of come in a pair. That's why they sit us together. Maybe? Yeah. No? Yeah. And just to Actually, you try to keep us apart most times. Yeah, I'm very mad that I had to sit you guys next to each other. Because when your powers combine, you're an unstoppable force. I also don't know if you've noticed, I've been using as a placemat a... Uh, sheets that they wrap the Wawa hoagies in um, because I will not come into sheets territory unarmed <laughs> I think the folks from Bucks County actually left but when they came in first thing this morning I was already in and they, and they were saying yeah there's some people tailgating eating Wawa off their hood in Delco. the parking lot Delco. They didn't have a trash can, to be fair. So <laughs> That's it was fair. the hood. We didn't have a trash can to, to eat off of. That um, cooler is going to be a problem all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so just a little quick thing about the uh, Delaware County Young Dems. Uh, we've got uh, average meeting attendance. We're around 30 to 40. Uh, our voting committee consists of 16 people, uh, and we're still growing. Uh, we're also working with the city of Chester down there uh, because they have their own group of young Dems that we're really trying to like combine powers and uh, get them into the fold a lot more. Um, right now, they kind of operate as two separate organizations. But um, you know, I'm happy with where we are, having just relaunched last year. Uh, I know a lot of a lot of committees are in the same sort of. Uh, in the same sort of place where they're just trying to get their feet under them, just trying to get some interest generated. Um, and I think down in Delaware County that we've been able to do a lot of really cool things. Um, you know, we've been able to have uh, a couple different fundraisers with some candidates. A little tough to see, but we have uh, one of our young Dems running for the State House, Jen O'Mara, down here uh, in the corner, <laughs> 165th district. Yes, Thank yes. you. Um, and up top here, we actually have uh, the president of our chapter, Malcolm Yates, who works with Representative Kirkland in the 160th, 159, 160th. No, 180-something. Kirkland, Kirkland? Chester listen, City. Listen, listen to an old episode of our podcast when we <laughs> talked about where everybody's state house My brain can't are. handle it anymore. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we've been able to do a little bit of our own fundraising. I know uh, when Lindy Lee was talking earlier about the fundraising stuff, um, we actually just kind of got our own accounts and our own packs set up. Um, so it's been nice that we've been able to do kind of like some independent stuff without, you know, asking mom and dad and the uh, main party. Uh, you know, the relationship with the uh, county Democrats. Do you want to open has, that right now? It's, it's gotten a lot better recently. Um, so I'm happy. I'm happy with the direction we're going. Yes. Um, Amanda, you tell this story way better than I do about where the seed got planted. I don't know if I tell it better. And, and so, so what, if you guys can't hear me, I have the headset on so I can make sure that we hear you guys. So um, just be like, can't hear. Um, so we are all members of our chapter in Delaware County. And we had our first fundraiser in Chester at an art exhibit. And Mike came up to me and he was kind of like, 
what do you think about, you know, like a podcast? And I was like, oh, hear myself in a microphone? I love it. <laughs> Full um, disclosure, I'd been listening to all of the Pod Save America that I could possibly consume at that point. So, Which, and, and so, like, the idea of being able to have this as a young Dems kind of thing, have it from Delaware County, you know, I just thought it was cool, it was interesting, and we kind of, you know, gathered ourselves together as, you know, just milling back and forth, how could we do this? And we approached our chair, Malcolm Yates, and we were like, hey, what do you think if we do this, you know, as the young Dems, you know, or, or however we can work this? And he basically was just kind of like, sure, you figure it out. And yeah. so <laughs> from from that... Mike did a lot of the figuring out, and I like to talk in the microphone and hear myself a lot. So <laughs> that just kind of worked really well. And, you know, so does Pasquale, right? Pasquale's both the funny and the cute one. Yeah, uh. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm like, I try to be the comic relief as much as possible because if not, I'll flip tables. <laughs> Which is which is interesting, but, right? But yeah, and and it, things progressed pretty quickly. That that fundraiser was what, like September, October. October it was in the middle of, of October. So between October of 2017, um, you know, I kind of got into research mode and decided how can we actually do this? What do I need to do to make this a thing? Um, you know, we really started planning in like as we went in in November, and the first episode actually got posted on December 10th of 2017. So it was a fairly quick turnaround as far as these things go. Um, you know, this was kind of the big problem that we found is that there were a ton of places where we can find stuff about like national news. You know, we've got all of our legacy media, the TV and print outlets, uh, even some websites are doing some good work. Uh, as far as there's, uh, as far as podcasts, there's the crooked media people that are doing good work. Um, mm -hmm. For as problematic as they are, Chapo Trap House definitely does, uh, you know, a lot of work in that space. Um, a lot of other podcasts doing similar stuff. Um, so there's a ton of places where we can find news about the national government. Uh, there's even a couple of places where we can find uh, news about uh, Pennsylvania-specific stuff. There's Raging Chicken Press uh, that has a podcast that focuses a lot on Pennsylvania. Um, I know you guys out there in New York County have a YouTube show where you were interviewing a lot of the candidates. Um, you know, so there's a lot of stuff out there uh, for statewide. But as far as our local area, uh, specific to Delaware County, where things are buck friggin' wild, um, <laughs> there was really no place that we found that had any of the information that we were looking for for the stuff that's going on locally. You know, for anyone who doesn't really know the story with Delaware County, there's been an entrenched Republican machine down there for since Reconstruction. Um, and, you know, despite the fact that Democrats now have a fairly large vote advantage, uh, we're still completely shut out of power at the county level and in most municipalities down there. Um, but a lot of that's been changing. A lot of those walls have been kind of cracking uh, recently. Uh, so we wanted to make sure that there was places where people knew where they could get that information, where they live, where they work, where they go to school. Obviously, we kind of dug ourselves a little bit of a niche. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, I have no problem with that. You know, it, it, it's, we take as our mission kind of an educational kind of thing. Um, so I'm fine if it's uh, just a couple of people, as long as those people learn something new, get out and vote, go volunteer, go knock on doors, do something. 
Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest photograph that has ever been taken. Um, you know, we've been lucky enough to get some really cool opportunities, not just uh, Stephen giving us this, this chance to talk to you guys, um, but also as part of the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. Uh, which was back. I did uh, not realize that that was in there. <laughs> Sorry, I, you didn't send me your modeling headshots, so what was I supposed to put in there? Next time. Uh, but yeah, with our friend uh, Tom from the Philly Young Dems, since we weren't going to take over your city without having some representation from Philly in there. Um, but yeah, and a lot of, you know, trying to do a lot of cool stuff as far as collaboration with other groups uh, and kind of, you know, spread the good word, as it were. Uh, this is our producer. His name's Ernie. We um, promised Cat. He does all the hard work. Um, I did say on Facebook that this was going to be all cat pictures. But, um, you know, we've kind of, <laughs> and this is more me than you guys, uh -huh. um, but I've kind of built this sort of mythology around the show. <laughs> Um, so the cat is our producer because I got this ridiculous picture of him. Um, and he's got his own personality on Twitter and things like that. Um, but. You know, I, what I want to kind of get into, I don't want to get too into the nuts and bolts of stuff. Um, if you're interested, I will gladly talk your ear off for five hours about, you know, how to, how to physically record this stuff. Uh, I more just want to give you guys a sense of how the pieces fit together and the fact that there is not a really high bar, uh, you know, not a really high cost of entry on this stuff. This is the room that we record in. This is our completely peasant tier setup. Um, it's a room in my basement that gets super hot in the summertime. Um, it's gross. It's pretty bad. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I've accepted reality. Um, and all of, the, all of our equipment that we're using to record this literally fit in my backpack, which is down there, uh, you know, all the way down from Delco. Um, so there is not a lot of technical requirements that you need. You don't need to have a soundproof studio. You don't need to, you know, be, you know, the engineer on like a Led Zeppelin record uh, in order for this to be within reach and a way for you to kind of spread the message and, you know, kind of recruit more people. You know, there's a really low bar uh, of entry. Everything that we had to buy, we got off of Amazon. This is all the brands and stuff like that. Um, you know, I'm not going to go through too much of the equipment. We, we're not using that brand because I like them particularly. It's just because it was the least expensive stuff that met our needs. Um, you know, and with a lot of this stuff, we were kind of just using what we had around. You know, the software that we use is GarageBand, which is a free download for, my, for Apple. Um, you know, we had a t that whole table that we have is just an old IKEA desk I had sitting around. So we really only spent like 250 bucks to get this entire thing up and running. Um, you know, it's 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 not something that's really you know difficult or you know beyond any of our capabilities. You know, it's it, it takes a little bit of time, it takes a little bit of effort, it takes some trial and error, definitely. Um, but you know, whether it's whether you guys decide you want to do something audio or you want to do something video or you want to do something completely different, you know, all of the technology and the democratization of the internet has made things so easy uh, to do. You know, the good the good part about the internet is that everybody has a voice. The bad part of the internet is that everybody has a voice. Um, <laughs> but you know, if this is something that you want to use for the powers of good, it's very simple. I, I, I always make a differentiation between easy and simple because they're two different things. So this is a very simple thing to do. Um, 
you know, it's not easy. There is some work, but, you know, the big thing on this list is really the, the editing, you know. It takes me, you know, usually for our episodes, we'll record about two hours worth of audio. Um, yeah. <laughs> I actually, I'm... <laughs> I'm that weirdo that actually really likes editing. Some people like it. Yeah, and I recognize... Which is really good because between him and I, the amount of stuff he has to edit out because we're just goofing off <laughs> yeah. is exactly. probably 45 the, minutes. Well, yeah, we'll record yeah. two hours and an average episode is about an hour 20, yeah. <laughs> of us being like, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think... In fact, Amanda's been singing into the microphone while I'm not yeah, paying attention yeah. because I don't have headphones. So he's got a lot to go back through. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, yes. I, oh, I think for the we'll one-year anniversary of our first podcast recording, we should release the blooper reel, which will probably send me to jail. <laughs> um, yeah, but. I've got a, I've got a file saved on my computer that's just called bonus content with no other context <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some of it some of it literally cannot see the light of day. Some of it I'll just keep uh, like and pull like a. <laughs> and, but some, sometimes there will be like a 10 second little piece that I can pull out and just drop that as a cold open at the very beginning so that like there's something other than the theme music to just like get people interested. But I'm here to say that I'm here to argue and say that editing is not that bad because you don't need, especially because we're just doing audio, you're talking about yeah, video it's as well. Yeah, yeah. Like bad stop motion, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely, and I'm I'm the same way. But I my soul has died. <laughs> so, Pasquale yeah. and I killed it. <laughs> but Oops. you know, a lot of it a lot of it is just you know realizing with it, with any creative field, it's never it's never finished. You're just done with it. <laughs> exactly. And with the, you know, with audio, there's not like, you know, you don't have to line it up so that somebody's not across the room and things yeah. like that. Um, you know, so I can kind of just like yeah. get back. I can just kind of like dive into it for a couple of hours. Yeah. Um, it usually doesn't take that long because I know that there are big chunks that I want to keep. And if, I, if there's anything really egregious, I'll try and make a mental note of it. But when you listen back, you always find something weird. Um, but, you know, the good part, yeah, the good part about something like this, though, is that especially if it's just a couple of people talking and there's no, you know, no guests or anything like that, there's no law saying you need to put it out. <laughs> if, it, if, if you tr t try your hand at editing the thing and it doesn't go great, you can always put that one aside and record another one next week. You know, you, there is no rule saying that you have to use something that you're not happy with. That said, realistic expectations are always the key. You know, you don't want to spend 12 hours editing out every single breath and weird mouth sound because you're not going to get them all. Um, you know, it's just a matter of finding... Yeah, and you can always, you can take as many practice runs as you want. You can edit as much or as little as you want. You can just say, screw it, whatever we say is what goes out. Or you can, you know, chop it down completely like you're on, you know, Radio Lab or something like that. Um, it's all personal preference and how much time you guys have. <coughs> um, I know that you guys don't really get too involved in the editing process, so I apologize. I'm kind of running, running the oh, boat no, here. No, no, my, my, my part will be the effects of the podcast. Yes, precisely. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, 
you know, this is just kind of what an episode looks like when I get to it. Uh, this is thrilling, I know. Um, but all of those spikes are when somebody talks, and you can watch it happen in real time at the, the, our laptop down here. Um, you know, I'm not really able to show you guys how to kind of chop things around, but if you can highlight and press delete, you can edit a podcast. It's really, you know, the software that's out there, whether it's GarageBand, another popular one that's a free download is called Audacity. They're both very user-friendly. Um, so even if you don't have any experience with this stuff, it's well within your grasp. You know, Like I said, I'm not going to lie to you and say, oh, it'll take you 20 minutes and you'll be done. But it is, it is a real possibility. Um, right. So once, once you've got a product that you're actually happy with, product, hashtag content, um, you know, the next step is actually getting it out to people. Um, in the interest of full transparency, these are our total download numbers. This is grand, since December of 2017. This is how many how many times the show's been listened to. Um, I see we took a dive is... when I was busy. <laughs> <laughs> you noticed that too. But we do have a general <laughs> upward slope, which I'm cool with. Um, but you know, a lot of it is we chose a really niche program, and if you want to do something local to your communities, it's probably also going to be a very, very sort of small thing. That doesn't make it not worth doing. You know, I am one of those people who believes that every single person that we talk to is important, and every single person that we can get our message out to, and every single person that we can get to come out to vote, or to get their friends registered, uh, or to knock on a door for a candidate. Those people are critically important. Um, you know, and at the end of the day, this is, uh, this is kind of a hobby. We do this in our spare time. We haven't received a single dime out of this. Um, you know, and we really, outside of a couple of Facebook groups, we really Mike. don't promote this at all. Got him. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> we'll get to the social media in a second. Um, but other than a couple of, a couple of Facebook groups, we really don't promote it all that much other than, you know, through, through what we're doing. Um, so I'm extremely happy with these numbers if we're being completely honest would i like everybody in this room to be subscribed absolutely but um you know it's it's we're never going to get a million downloads a month i'm fine with that but like i said every everyone that does listen i'd like to think knows a little bit more about what's going on than they did before um not to sound too self-important <coughs> but you know couple of yeah <laughs> thankfully most of our listeners are from the US which is cool um, there was one that kind of uh, uh, they found us I have no idea how we got a download from Iran <laughs> don't I, ask us who's funding the Delco young guys <laughs> I think that's I think it's weird because we've got big hot spots in Japan, Germany, and California. I know what two of those are from. <laughs> I know that Germany is because we have a regular listener who works for a German company, so his internet connection runs through Germany. So that's why it shows up like that. Uh, we've got a big hot spot in California because we are on Apple podcasts, so everything runs through their servers out in San Francisco. I have no idea why why Japan is so high. That could be that could be because we're could awesome. Be the, yeah. I know what your European downloads are. Mm. They're my VPN. <laughs> Steven, that could have been a secret. We thought we were popular. 
<laughs> Damn it, now it's on Apparently. the podcast, too. <laughs> Thanks a lot. If you, enter, <laughs> if you enter the code YOUNGDEMOCAST, you get 10% off. <laughs> I actually don't know what the rules are as far as us doing ads or fundraising or anything like that. Uh, we should probably check if, that Yeah, one I time. think Lindy left, so I don't we know if we can ask her. <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't know if there's rules if we're fundraising for a pack or for something. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I That's bet. why we haven't done anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> I we interviewed her on an episode of our show, so I <laughs> I can get a, I can get a hold of her. Um, friend of the show, everybody everybody's friends of the show. If you're if you're hearing me or looking at me, you're a friend of the show. Um, but you know the the site the site that we use uh, for our hosting is a place called Simplecast. Uh, a lot of people will either buy hosting space and build their own website. Uh, I don't have the skill nor the time to do that. Um, so we just went with this place called Simplecast because, you know, it does what it says on the tin. Yeah, it's, it, they build a real simple website and do the RSS feed for you so that you can actually get picked up by, like, Apple Podcasts and places like that. Japan. Um, yeah, and people in Japan can listen to you. Thankfully, the vast majority of our downloads come from our neck of the woods. Uh, down in Delaware County, a little bit into Chester County, a little bit into Philly. Um, Philly, you but, love yeah. us. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know. It's actually a sizable chunk. <laughs> weirdly, we have downloads from 26 different states. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who's listening to us in like Arizona, or like the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. <laughs> um, in the Philly Metro, I don't have it actually broken down. Uh, of this, uh, of this, yeah, of this, uh, forty, not quite forty-eight hundred downloads. Um, I know that. All time, our leader oh is God. is Philadelphia. The analytics that we use don't get really that granular. Um, you know that is kind of one of the shortcomings of the yeah of Simplecast is that it doesn't give you that really deep analytical data. It was something that I didn't really believe that we needed at that point. Um, you know I. We weren't sure we were going to get past the first episode. Yeah, I think exactly what it was. We just kind of wanted to get it out there. <laughs> but, um, you know, Philly is definitely our largest, but the town of Media, Pennsylvania, the county seat of Delaware County, uh, is number two on the list. Uh, and uh, Upper Darby, where I live, uh, is number three. Um, the, read into that what you want. <laughs> the single largest consumer of Delaware County is not Delaware County. <laughs> also, read into that what you will. Everybody. Everybody right, is down. just jealous that Philadelphia cannot do what Delaware County's done to our own party, oh, which dear. is hold it accountable. Oh, oh, okay. Jack, and that's why he's on no, that. Do, well, wait, no tea, no shade. <laughs> I'm not saying you're not going to start. I'm just saying. That's why. Oh, that's why I will still be there. Yeah, I will still be there. <laughs> Don't go to pay double now. <laughs> I regret nothing. You know, a lot of, <laughs> it takes a lot of work to sound like you've done no work. 
Um, you know, we outline every show. Um, this was a show that we recorded back in April. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was uh, not... Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, we do not have a reoccurring uh, segment about Daryl Metcalf being the we fucking worst. We kind of do. Uh, it comes up a lot, though. <laughs> we have a few politicians that every episode we take some jabs at. Yeah, yeah. We, we, never, we never pass up an opportunity to... to uh, give Metcalf some shit. We never p pass up an opportunity to give uh, Nick Micarelli some shit. Uh, especially because he's a local guy. Who's um, And then, yeah. Yeah. obviously, uh, Senator Leach. Yeah. yeah, your friend and mine, Senator Dalen Leach. <laughs> because we are... We, we can edit that if that makes you feel uncomfortable, Stephen. No. I mean, it's... it's <laughs> <laughs> His face. He would, he'd prefer you know, it. We... we we tr we try to make part of our mission holding all parties accountable, regardless of the letter after their name, D, R, or I. Well, and um, that's one of those things that make us as unique as we are, is literally, if you haven't listened to us, we are no holds bar. We, it, we the way that we are right now, like wild. we were super well behaved with yeah, Pasquale and, and Fetterman, like super well behaved. That is not normally how we are. <laughs> you know, the conversations no. that we are having like right now are the conversations we have on the we'd mic. Like to, we'd like to be welcomed back to the next Young Dems convention. Uh, but, um. <laughs> Philly, it depends if it's held in Philly because then we're really up a creek. Jesus. Um. <laughs> so now we've managed to piss off literally half the state. Awesome. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Good job, Delco. Good oh, job. Oh God, what have I done? Um, Giving yeah, us this mics. Is, this is what we're actually like. This it's is exactly what it is. When I there's mean, no when there's no recordings going on, you know, this is how we talk to each other. Um, you know, and we outline stuff so we know kind of where we want to go, but we don't script it and structure it that that hard because that wouldn't work with us. And you'd be able to tell immediately. You know, we've talked at a bunch of the different presentations today about authenticity you know if if we were scripting this out and if we knew exactly where we wanted things to go you know people would be able to tell we would sound like the terrible actors that we actually are um, so being able to have some flexibility and let the personalities just kind of bounce off of each other <laughs> and do what they want um, has really been key to I think making making it worth listening to um, you know Without without trying to be completely you know up my own butt, um, you know. We we we've also been lucky enough to interview a lot of candidates and a lot of people, you know, and that's that can be kind of intimidating if that's something that you would want to wrap into this. Obviously, with the number of candidates that we have locally and the number of elected officials we have locally, even the activists that have been coming out. Uh, as, in way more force than they have been, uh, you know, in, over the past couple of years. Um, you know, a lot of times it's somebody that you're just meeting for the first time. It's somebody that you don't really know that well. You know, a lot, especially a lot of the candidates uh, that we've talked to, uh, when we were talking uh, to people before the primary in the 5th Congressional District, there were 11 candidates in that primary. So we, we just flat out couldn't meet all of them. Uh, so a lot of times, the the interview that we did with them in my basement, welcoming these people into my house and having my wife give them baked goods, is literally the first time that we've talked to these people. 
Um, yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, it's it's horrifying, <laughs> but it's it's also really cool because it gives you an opportunity to actually be curious and be you know be interested in what they have to say. You know, it's not just talking points and hearing the stump speech and all that stuff. You can actually get a lot more interesting stuff out of them and you know answers to questions that a lot of times they wouldn't necessarily give. You know, this is kind of the only rule that we follow with with the interviews is you know wherever it leads you know we try and talk about stuff that they're interested in but if there's something we're particularly interested in that we want to pick their brains about or even if there's something controversial that we want to know about you know we we can't be afraid to ask those questions as long as it's something that we're actually interested in um you know the point is transparency and information the point is, you know, not beating somebody over the head and saying this is who you have to vote for or else. The point is giving people as much information as they can, giving them a reason that they should care, and giving them, you know, the ability to make that decision for themselves. Um, enough of this serious crap. Oh, this was for Laura. <laughs> yeah, this was specifically I rest for in, rest Laura in from pieces, Laura. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Um, but yeah, a lot of what we've been able to do, uh, you know, spreading the word, like I said, has been on social media. I, I adore Twitter. I know that not everybody in the room does, uh, but <laughs> drinking very aggressively at me. <laughs> it's not a sheets go. Um, but, no, yeah, it happens. But, um, sorry. <laughs> You know, when the level of discourse is already so low, you know, the kind of shit posting that I do is relatively easy. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's, and I know that you guys want to kind of talk a little bit more about this as far as how it's impacted people. Um, but my personal opinion, and that is all this is, is a personal opinion. This is not, not anybody else's in the room. I have no idea why people on the right think they have a monopoly on, you know, anger. <laughs> um, I think that, you know, as long as we're using facts behind it, we can be, you know, just as angry as we want to. Um, and as long as we're being respectful about it. Um, I think that that's a good way to kind of propel our message and to kind of, you know, stop giving a shit what people think about what you say and just saying it. Um, you know, I, I, I like taking my work seriously, but I don't want to take myself seriously. And I want to try and get us as sort of political people and political activists into that same headspace where, you know, it's, it's not that, you know, we're not, we're not constantly, like I'm doing right now, we're not constantly picking every single word uh, because we know that we're not going to accidentally say something racist. Um, you know. Mm. I don't know what that was. What did you do? I don't know what that was. What did you um, do? I don't know what that was. <laughs> we touched it. No. So Is bad. it still working? No, yeah. you're good. Um, yeah, we're still good. You're good. So I guess just really quick, the one thing that I want to touch on is I've been actively involved in the county uh, since about 20, what, I don't 14? even know, 20, yeah, 2013, 2014. And our county has rarely changed party structure or what they do. And as the Young Dems, we reinstated ourselves, recharted, I mean, um, about a year ago. And after the podcast came out and we started having candidates on, we started realizing that we can not only hold 
those people running for office accountable, we can hold current office holders and we can hold our party leadership accountable. I know you're all not going to go home and make a podcast to like do that, but whatever way you can hold ourselves, our higher ups, our elders in the party accountable makes a huge difference. We were able to, through the Delco Young Dems ourselves, run a slate for state committee. Didn't fare well because it turns out a $20,000 check really will make a difference in an election for a non-paid position, but more on that later. Um, <laughs> but like we were able to actually make the current state committee members campaign for their seats back. And the, the impact that I mean, and they've it, actually then they've actually brought back information and gone to yeah, local committee meetings, which they never did before. People started to care about what state committee did, and we raised awareness for that. And all of these seats now, because of the Delco Young Democast and because of the Delco Dems, we have we had an, we had a, a, a change in power. Our current chair was nominated to stop the infighting in Delaware County because our party before then had ignored us for so long. And when we started asking questions and we started wanting to be a part, everyone started to pick up on what was happening and then we had a power shift. This is, these aren't things that we walked out expecting when we all met at like an UNO's a year ago in Chester <laughs> City to start the uh, party again. But it's just, this has led to another really important thing for us as young people is claiming your space. Um, you cannot wait your turn for something because it'll never come. Um, and it, like, this whole experience has made all of us better, and it has made those of us that want to run for things better. Um, and yeah, I mean, I guess that the, at, while we're wrapping it up, I guess the really fun fact cool. that I can share is cool. that after this, when I get home, I will have to start planning my run for Delaware County Council. Oh, shit. So, because. <laughs> Because this podcast and our group in Delaware County, and I hope we mimic it statewide, we are no longer sitting in the shadows waiting to lead because it'll never come. We have to lead now. We have to help the people after us get ready. And we can't keep waiting for people that are holding on to these seats and these positions of powers. Just, we, we just can't wait. So I hope when everybody goes home as a little fun thing to do, um, reclaim the space that was taken from you. And, and if, you, if there is not a space for you to reclaim or you're not able it. to, make your own. Whether it's, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a video series, whether it's you know, doing Facebook Live hits constantly, whatever it is. You know, I, I'm kind of stumbling a little bit because I didn't know you were going to do that. You're welcome. <laughs> and also thank you, Mr. President Rudman, for allowing us to do this. Yeah. And thank you. I got three slides left, man. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> We'll send an email. We'll yeah, send we'll an send email. An, you know, this will. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll wrap it up. You know, we we're people. We're, we're people who know. You know, we're people who know politics because we live and breathe it a lot of times. You know, the average listener that we have to our show has no idea. You know, sometimes they don't know what gerrymandering is. Sometimes they don't know what a trigger law is, or even why they should physically show up to vote. You know, by giving them all of this information and doing cool stuff like that uh, and encouraging people to kind of, you know, claim their space, you know, we try to, you know, empower them as much as we possibly can. Um, yeah, sometimes I speak Japanese. Um, oh, get out of here. <laughs> Any questions for Tiny Face Toomey? <laughs>
Yeah, yeah. yeah slightly, somewhat. <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty gigantic. Um, no, but does anybody have any questions or anything they want to touch on or any thoughts that they've got about, you know, using using new media, quote unquote, or social media, you know, to kind of build the party? Um, before I left Penn State, they were trying to do a college um, Democrats um, podcast. Mm -hmm. But when you put out your first episode, when did you start actually seeing viewership? You know, was it a steady stream, or did you did it, they kind of wait? You gotta you know have a couple episodes out, and then you got viewership. I think probably around the fourth or fifth episode, uh, we started seeing you know actually respectable numbers. Uh, what helped out a lot is that right when we started going, um, we were right in the middle of a primary fight uh, for what we thought was going to be the, uh, the seventh congressional district. It turned out to be the fifth, um, and we had a bunch of candidates for that, so we got to talk to a lot of candidates. Um, so with them kind of amplifying the message as well, uh, you know, probably around episode four or five uh, was when we saw, uh, you know, a jump up in some, some very respectable numbers. I think one of the biggest things um, as a whole is it's fairly new. I mean, it's not, it's not new to us. I mean, we all go, oh, we listen to podcasts all the time and blah, blah, blah. But it's fairly new to a lot of those that actually listen to us, which are actually an older base, believe it or not. I mean, we do have our age listening, but there is a huge amount of following that is, you know, yeah. the generation before us and on up. Yeah, and gener so, Generation X is a lot of, yeah, a lot of So, you know, this, this kind of, the fact that we don't just talk about national politics and local politics, we throw the humor in. We have a segment that we kill things all the time. Millennials yeah. kill. Those are, those, you are, know, those are two, two regular fact, segments. And uh, this has been something that you've heard all day long. The authenticity factor really makes a difference because we're not afraid to sit here like I do all the time and talk about <laughs> catapulting Metcalf into the Henny, you know, like things like that where you can appreciate and you're going to listen to it. So I think it's just that I think it really did kind of take off, at least in Delaware County, very quickly. I was surprised and I keep getting I mean, more surprised over were, and over there again. There a handful of folks because I wouldn't stop yelling about it in our meetings. Well, true. Um, but you know, the but other, I, you know, the other thing to kind of touch on your point about you know who who subscribes to this, there are a lot of there are a fair handful of people where this is the only podcast they actually listen to, and I had to physically like go onto their phone and subscribe for them. Uh, I was like, no, you can get it automatically. Um, there's somebody I think one of Gina's older relatives um, yeah, actually I, listens through the website every, and every I, time and because she can't figure it out on her phone. Right, and we hear this more and more. Like we heard it at the county picnic that you know there's there was an uh, a young woman or not a young woman, well, a young woman, I guess, I don't know. Anyway, someone that I didn't expect that listens to it goes, I turn that on, you know, on my 45 minute drive, you know, into work and then the rest of it on my 45 minute, you know, drive home from work. So, you know, I think it's something to at least look at uniquely for each one of your counties. You know, it doesn't, we, we record every two weeks. It doesn't have to be something, you know, that often or, or that big or thing. There's a lot that can go in there. The activist portion. People love to be able to come on and talk about the things that they are doing. It keeps them active, and then the 20 people that hear it, it activates them, and they, it's just like canvassing for you know what it's worth. One person knocks on a door, that's that person. It's 20 more people after that. It's 30 more, 40 more, so forth and so on. So again, this is informative. It's a great way to be informative to our generation, generation below us, generation above us sometimes. And it's fun, you know, like politics sucks a lot, a lot. I don't have to tell anyone in here. 
you know so on that end it's a really great way of getting relief and being like yeah. fuck that guy um so yeah as you can tell yeah. so any other questions yeah. we good oh my god that's great what did you i love do? that what did you do? He got a liter it? Coke. Oh, God. But we'll turn it back over thank to... You for awesome. Thank Steven. you guys all so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. With our Wawa Cup. I now know why all your shows are almost two hours long. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>